0: You're listening to the Lifestyle You Podcast, where we help you achieve a realistic and human approach to health and fitness by working with your body, not against it. My name is Jenna Altman and my mission is to help you, the active woman, find a healthy lifestyle that you can consistently show up for and make decisions that align with you and your body. Today we're going to be addressing again this question of why you're not making progress towards your health and fitness goals despite eating healthy and going to the gym consistently. This is part two of this series, so if you happen to miss part one, make sure that you go back because there are a lot of different things that we chatted about in terms of doing too much, which is going to be another theme that we're going to hear here as well well. So you'll discover that a healthy lifestyle does not have to be one of constant sacrifice or changes. Often we're so quick to blame either our slow metabolism or our hormonal issues or even our lack of discipline or willpower. I'm putting that in air quotes because this is something I hear a lot. But it might not actually be as hard as you think. Maybe you're being too restrictive or you're changing things up too often. Tune into this week's episode as we address the next five reasons why you might not be seeing progress in terms of your health and fitness. So before we dive into all the goodness of today's episode, I want to just take a moment to share with you all a really exciting and new opportunity that we are offering at Harvest Coaching. We now have, for a limited time only, free one-on-one wellness audits. So this is for the women who are tired of working against their bodies and are looking for a fresh start. So with our limited time, free fresh start wellness audits, you'll walk away with an in-depth intake form to evaluate where you're currently at and where you want to be a 30-minute call with me to dive into your biggest obstacles and how to overcome them for good. And we'll also leave you with a personalized roadmap to get you out of your plateau, along with one to three actionable solutions that you can implement today. So do not sleep on this offer. I am so excited to do these. We do not offer these year-round. It's something that is extremely valuable for you if you're looking for the next steps in your journey, if you've been feeling a little bit stuck, if you are struggling with what's next, if you feel like you're doing all the right things but still not seeing progress, which is exactly what we're gonna talk about in this episode, but wanted that sort of implementation of these last two episodes. So feel free, join us. You can click the link in the description to sign up today and get set up for that. So we would love to have you and love to chat with you. So in part one of this episode series on reasons why you're not making progress, we started with you're not focusing on the big rocks, you're not eating enough, you're not resting enough, you're stressed out, and you're not prioritizing sleep. So we dove deep into each of these reasons and why they're important, as well as gave you some applicable tools to utilize to improve them and start to turn that progress around in a positive direction. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to this episode, please go back, it is episode number 39. You will be able to listen to this one and get some other ideas of where you might not be seeing progress. In today's episode, we will dive deeper into another five reasons. And the first one that we're going to start with is you're being too restrictive. Ooh, I know this one stings a little bit. Committing to a new diet, but not taking into your own account of your life, your preferences, your responsibilities, your interests, all of this can make committing to a new diet extremely difficult. And so when we approach a diet without taking into account our own lives, it's going to make it that much more difficult to actually stick with this diet. And so this is why it's really important that we start to evaluate the diet that we are on. Is this something that you can see yourself doing for the foreseeable future for the rest of your life? If we are still classifying foods as good versus bad, taking foods and eliminating them completely out of your diet with no good reason this can be really a slippery slope. And so it's important that we are approaching our diet with this flexible dieting concept, which is where we are allowed to enjoy the foods that we love, but in moderation. So nothing is off limits. You're able to eat good nutrient-dense foods while also enjoying fun foods. It doesn't have to be one way or the other. You can be On a diet or a lifestyle. And that can include all of these different foods because that's how we should live our lives. When we start to restrict and take things away, that just makes us want them and crave them even more. So we're almost creating this sort of problem that doesn't even need to exist if we just accepted that these foods can fit into our diet in a sustainable and moderate way. So this is one of the things that I think I probably encounter the most with clients or prospective clients is this concept of being too restrictive. Number two, you're not consistent enough. Now, changing things up, I feel like this is something that people value we really like as humans this like novelty concept of having new things and changing things up Um, but this is where we actually start to run into some problems because if you're changing things up too much in your training program then you're never going to be able to see progress if you are changing up your diet every other week then again we're never going to see progress and even know if it's working or not so we need to be consistent and when i say consistent This does not mean that we need to be 100% perfect all of the time, that is not the goal here. The goal and the application tool that I want you to use here is to aim for 75% consistency instead of 100% perfection. And then one, another tool that I want you to have as a bonus tool is really to evaluate why are you not consistent in the first place? What is getting in the way here? Is it because it's too restrictive? Is it because it's not something that you, that is easy for you to implement? Those are some of the reasons why sometimes we can't stick with things. And this is why it's important to have this sort of inspector hat on when we're looking at our own journeys and trying to identify where we might be getting stuck. And so if we cannot be consistent, the key here is to determine why we cannot be consistent. Number three, you're not giving it enough time This journey takes time. Whatever timeline you have in your mind, I want you to double, triple, quadruple that, okay? This stuff takes time to build habits that are sustainable and habits that align with you and your life. And then guess what? Life's going to change and you're going to have to change your habits with that, but you will get more adaptive as time goes on because you have already established this foundation. But this foundation that we need to build is going to take time. I would say that the foundation building process, at least with most of our clients at Harvest Coaching, takes roughly three to six months. That's just the foundation. That has nothing to do with a diet or trying to pursue other goals. It's literally just, let's get this Let's get this foundation underneath your feet so that way then you can move in any direction and have these tools and strategies underneath your belt. So I know that it's really challenging to approach this kind of perspective in terms of time because we have been given hope. We have been given hope by quick fixes. I read a magazine recently on the front cover. It said, lose 10 pounds in 72 hours. Like, of course you have this intention that things should be quick and take, you know, It should take 30 days, 90 days, whatever that looks like. But the problem is, is that's never enough time to actually see a sustainable change. And so let go of those quick fixes. We've all been there. We've all tried them. We know that they don't actually work long term. So let's start approaching it from this holistic perspective and giving it enough time. So I want you to, in terms of the application here, commit to this as a lifelong journey. It's not a destination. We're not trying to arrive somewhere. We're never going to get to this place and be like, okay, I am officially healthy and well, and I have nothing else to do. That is not how this works. This is a constant work and work in progress. It is a constant work in progress for me. I'm a coach. I've done this for 10 plus years. I know how to take care of my body, but still it's something that I have to work out every single day. So the key here is to make sure that it's something that you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life. And if that sounds really overwhelming with what you're currently doing, then it might be time to change things up. Number four, you're changing too many variables at once. Okay, so this is again, kind of ties in these last two of not giving enough enough time, not being consistent enough. But if you are only a few days in a few weeks in and it starts not working and you're like, oh, well, let me change things up. No. Don't do that because you're never going to figure out what's actually working and what's not. So the application component here is to make sure that you are changing one thing at a time, stick to that for a two-week minimum, and track your progress over that time. When you feel confident that you have accomplished said goal and this variable seems to be benefiting your life, then we can tackle on something else on top of that. But... It's way too difficult to throw different variables into the picture and try and change this and try and change that, never mind how overwhelming that can feel. So this is why it's really important that we are taking that one change at a time, identifying is this helping my progress? Is this hurting my progress? If it's hurting, take it out. If it's helpful, keep it in. And number five, this is our last one. You don't believe in yourself. I saved the best one for last, but... You cannot change if you do not believe that you are capable of change. I can believe in you. Your family can believe in you. Your friends can believe in you. Your partner can believe in you. But if you don't actually believe in you and your abilities, then you will never get anywhere. And I know that's kind of like a harsh reality, but the key here and the goal is to build Self-efficacy throughout this process. So every time that you show up for a workout that you wanted to skip, that's a point towards self-efficacy. This is evidence and proof and support that you are capable of change. So start keeping track of these things that you are doing on a daily basis. And even if they feel so incredibly small, I want you to keep track of them because that is proof and evidence that you are capable. So one other thought that I want you to kind of bring into into this picture is what do you actually need to let go of in order to start believing that you're capable of change? A lot of the time we have these back-end thoughts, these beliefs about ourselves that were adopted from other people, things people have said to us, things people have done to us, ways people have made us feel. We've adopted these narratives about ourselves that might not even actually be true. And so I want you to evaluate what beliefs are showing up for you that are getting in your way. Are they even useful? Are they even true? Is there any evidence that supports these negative thoughts that are tripping you up? Most likely not? So this is why it's important that we evaluate the current beliefs that we have. We're getting very mindset, we're getting very mindset oriented here, but this is the good stuff, and allow you to set yourself up for success. So one question that I love to ask clients is, what are you nine out of ten or ten out of ten confident? That you can commit to and accomplish for the next two weeks. That's it. We're going to start super small. We will start there. And I want you to pick something that you feel extremely confident in your ability to do on a daily basis. Or maybe it's three times a week, two times a week, whatever that looks like for you. What can you commit to? And always remember, 1% is better than no percentage. So even showing up for yourself, even if it's 1% better than yesterday, that is extremely important because, again, that's building that self-efficacy that you are capable of this. All right. Now, where do we go from here? We chatted about so many different things between part one and part two of the reasons why you're not seeing progress. And this is really the first component was to create awareness for you. So you guys did a great job over the course of these two episodes to identify where we needed to create more awareness, right? So maybe we did really resonate with some of these reasons. And I want you to write these down. I want you to have them somewhere accessible. So that way you can identify which ones are really the biggest ones that I'm falling into or falling victim to, or these traps that I'm falling into. Utilize those. And then we're going to decide what changes do you need to make in terms of your fitness, nutrition, or your lifestyle. And they don't have to be Big, grandiose changes. Remember, start really small. When we get start small, that's going to help us build momentum and that's going to help us be able to progress and start to see actual transformations occurring for ourselves. All right, my friends, before we tune out today, just wanted to dive into our food for thought. If there is one takeaway that I want you to obtain from this week's episode, it is that you are capable of change if you believe it. I don't know what has gotten in the way for you before. I don't know what has brought that confidence, that level down. I don't know what has led you to believe that you are not capable of changing. Maybe it has been numerous failed attempts at diets or workout programs. That can definitely be proof on one side of your brain that this is something that I struggle with. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's not hard to work past those things, but you are capable of it. You just have to start taking the actions that show that you are capable of the change itself that you are trying to make. And so that is what I invite you to reflect on today. That is your food for thought, the main takeaway that I want you to have and bring with you into your life um, and start to make some of these changes from here and truly, truly see how much progress that you can start making in your own journey today. That's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week and thanks for joining me here. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle You Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review to help others discover the magic we're creating together. If there's someone in your life who could benefit from listening to this episode, be sure to forward it along to them. You can also follow me on Instagram at Jenna Ray Altman for more helpful content, resources, and good vibes. As always, thank you so much for being here.